Your breath in our love. 
saints we have to learn is how to know when God's presence comes into a meeting and how to sustain it and direct it and most times a lot of us pastors do not do it a lot of us do not do it I'm, I'm telling the truth that we reduce the whole worship time to just a singing time and so when they are done we just come and shout, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And then we continue. But it's more than that. There's a book I recommend to us. I'll get the full title and I'd like us to, in your own leisure time, you can take your time and read it properly. It's titled, Practicing the Presence. Something that, uh, yeah, practicing God's presence. So I'll get the name of the author later and put on the church page something that um, I remember those days in the witness when as a pastor you're meant to do prayer after worship and you shout after worship, papa will scream on you eh? 
because you must descend you must descend you must know you must know because the bible says that where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty and we have come to learn this place that as Miles Moreau will say that we are in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. When we say that we we when we say that God's presence is here, we're actually saying the Holy Spirit is here. Because now the Godhead is operating in this time in the church by the Holy Spirit. And a man of God made a statement that when he was in the university he, he read sciences very difficult course and one of their subjects uh they always he said every every semester they always look for a course that is a reading course so that you know that one day they'll get an a because the calculation subjects are so difficult so at least you make sure you get some reading courses so that you can get your a and put it down then you battle so this particular course they all picked because you know it's a reading course and when the semester started, a lecturer who was meant to teach that course went on sabbatical leave. So they brought another lecturer who holds a PhD in quantum physics, PhD uh, something something mathematics. Just a very complex chemistry and physics and and when this man came, a reading course, the man made a calculus. said that 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 semester the f's were plenty and he asked the question he said was it the course that changed the audience said no but the lecturer changed now we are in dispensation of the holy spirit his style is a bit different from jesus his style is a bit different from the the father that is why bishop is teaching us as all of us are busy writing scriptures now Bishop wants to teach us how he behaves. So you know how he behaves. And I want you to understand the Holy Spirit is very gentle. But very effective. I was watching one of mommy's mentors this afternoon, Catherine Coleman. Just a 15 minutes message. And she was crying. You know why she was crying? She said, all you see is the glamour. But you don't know the sacrifice behind it. He said, it's not Catherine that did it. It's the Holy Ghost that did. Catherine is just a great spectator. She said, if standing on this altar will grieve the Holy Ghost, I would better lose this altar. And he was preaching from Psalm 51 verse 11. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. I was watching the video and I, I could see a woman who is deeply in love with the Holy Ghost. Deep. It's so deep. Like, I don't know. It's so deep of God an individual's encounter with Christ is the key to a corporate encounter an individual's encounter with the, with the Lord is the key to a corporate encounter having to realize that somebody will come into a meeting just one person and the whole meeting will change another person will come to meet and the whole meeting will change to the other side so it means that people of God in this month we are celebrating the divine light when you when you encounter light it will it will benefit not just you it will benefit everyone around you and this is a privilege to bring what of God to you and uh, we're going to talk about a scripture we all know but I just want to let you see the components that leads to accessing light Interestingly, one of the key components, who is the main ogre, is the one who is here right now and has taken over the meeting and has made us all calm in his presence. I tell you, saints, if you and I can trust God to build the skill of understanding God's divine presence and working with the Holy Spirit, we are sorted forever. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Blowing here in this open place, and there's another wind in the wind. I don't know if you know that wind. 
But there's a different breeze blowing. Why? Because of worship. Worship that does not consider vocal ability. Worship that does not consider self. Worship that just coming out of a place of encounter. The Lord help us. The Lord help us. Please have your seat, glory of God. Bishop extends his love to all of us. Amen. He's preparing rigorously for Sunday morning. Yeah, so. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Genesis 1, verse 1 to 3. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. It's been a blessing this month so far. We've had great, great, great word coming to us. Amazing word coming to us. From the very first day, we had the privilege to have the foundational teaching of the team of the month where we came to understand by God's word that God has a part and we have a part. That in Christ Jesus, everything that we need has been sorted out. Jesus Christ has dealt with it. Now we are left with manifestation. The manifestation will require partnership and participation. You all remember that teaching? If I don't know if you remember that. And then uh, the Sunday of it, we receive the word of God from Pastor David about the spoken word. Is that so? Hallelujah. Like openness up to another dimension. And then on the first day of that week, Bishop took us through, I believe it's, it's one of the most important messages in the Christendom. When Bishop taught us about the process and began to look at the mind, made us understand that we cannot have, we can't talk about this whole spiritual, you know, maturity and access to light without the mind. And which that message does have a very interesting part in what I'm going to share with you. Because it's so important. Talked about Romans chapter number 12, verse 2, where he says that be ye transformed by the renewing of your minds. And, uh, I remember some time ago we had a teaching like that and I think I mentioned that the mind is the valve is the valve it connects the spirit to the body so what has happened in the rest of the spirit can only have manifestation in the physical if the mind is aligned if the mind is not aligned it will be your greatest enemy to expression hallelujah and so here is Israel that God has said I've placed the land before you I've gone ahead of you, take the land and then spies are sent to go and check out the land and ten come and say that we, we cannot but God said I've given it to you, he said we cannot what was it? he checked deep, he says that we saw the giants and we were like grasshopper in their side so this is how we saw ourselves and that is a function of the mind imagination is in the mind it's in the mind the difference between a madman and a normal person is the mind is off when the mind is off the life is off oh let me acknowledge the presence of pastor zoe from sunyani a friend of mine <laughs> wonderful man of god pastors a beautiful church in sunyani and uh, he said i'm in a cry and i don't want to miss service today so he's here to come thank you so much for joining us god bless you And so that becomes their hindrance. In Genesis chapter number 11, God said that nothing can stop these guys from what they have imagined to do. What they have imagined to do. So the mind is so powerful. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so you see, the mind is so powerful. The mind is so powerful. It's so powerful. Having been alienated from the life of God through, through what? The darkness of their mind, the ignorance of the mind. For my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It's all that with the mind, the mind, the mind, the mind. Interestingly, when you look at the seven spirits of God mentioned in the book of Isaiah, chapter 11, it seems to say that quite a number of it addresses the issue of the mind. Because you have 
wisdom, you have counsel, you have knowledge, you have understanding. It's very powerful. Proverbs 4 verse 7 says that wisdom is the principal thing, but in all that get and get understanding. So important. Hallelujah. And then on, uh, on Sunday, we had the word of God coming to us again from Pastor Stanley mentioning about you know, unlocking light by listening to teachings. Listening to teachings. And if you notice carefully, all of it tally into the issue of treating the mind. Treating the mind. As I want us to look at something which will take, take us back to the mind issue. Now, so let's read the scripture, Genesis chapter number 1 and verse number 1 to 3. Thank you, Lord. In the beginning, God created heavens and the earth. Verse 2. The earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Verse 3. Then God said, let there be light. And it was light. Give us a message translation quickly as we look at it. My dear brothers and sisters, we are ordained to be in charge. We are ordained to be in charge. It doesn't matter how, what the situation is. It doesn't matter where we find ourselves. We have been wired, designed, destined by God to be in control, to be in charge. Hallelujah. And our key scripture for the year, Job 37 verse 22, 21 to 23, tells us clearly. When we're talking about majesty expressing our royalty, is being in charge, taking charge, taking charge. And I, I trust God that you take charge. In the name of Jesus, you take charge of your family. You take charge of your academics. You take charge of your ministry. You take charge of your businesses. You take charge of your health. You take charge of your, of your accounts. You will take charge. Hallelujah. You are, you are, he said he blessed them and said, be fruitful, but be, be. That's how we have been wired. We have been wired to be in charge. That is why when Jesus Christ rose from the dead, he was, when he rose, the Bible says he seated in heavenly places, far above all principles and powers. He said, at the right hand side of the Father, the Bible makes it clear that we all were in him when he was crucified. And so when one becomes born again, we as well identify with where he is. And it's a place of dominion. The right hand side of the Father isn't talking about he's sitting at the right hand side of the Father. He's talking about the place of authority. He's in charge. And you are in him. If any man be in Christ, so you are in him. I am in him. Glory to God. So we have we been, been legally placed in the place of being in charge. Hallelujah. But the reason we are looking at life is because we, we are legally placed, but maybe we don't know. We want to know. Amen. First, this. God created the heavens and earth. All you see and all you don't see. I like the way message does it. He brought into it the, the, the writings of Paul in Colossians. Because that's where Paul talks about the fact that through Christ were all things made, even seen and unseen. So he's trying to explain it properly. Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness, an inky blackness. <laughs> this is a terrible state. I don't know if anybody's life has gone to this point yet. So if you've not gone to this point, it means there's too much hope for you. This, this is serious. It's very serious. God's spirit brooded like a bed above the watery abyss. God spoke light and light appeared. And that's actually how originally it's written. Originally it's not let there be light. Light. Are you saying it? That's what we're talking about on, on, on Tuesday. He called those that have been not as though that they were. If it's as though that they were, then he will not say become. Become is a process. Become. Let there be. See? It's a process. That is a God, but Light it appears. So if God, if God is, you see that this is the reason sometimes when we have encounters with God is so difficult to express in English language. Because frankly speaking, if you are to speak the way God is speaking, now let's assume that God wants to address Ima. And God, Ima is broke. God will not say, 
Emma, I command you to be rich. No. God is say, rich. It didn't make sense to you. I, I get the right idea. So that is why in all the translations of the Bible into English, they try to put this into, try to help us understand. But interestingly, the more they try to make it understandable, we are losing the... Yeah. So, God will see the sick. He will not say, be healed. Healed. In fact, he will even say, health. You will not even say, healed. Healed is, you are sick. Be healed. But he will speak what he has in his head about you. Health. Wife. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. God spoke. Light. Light appeared. God saw the light. That light was good and separated light from dark. God named this 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 scripture. By four years in Covenant University, every day I preach, I use Genesis 1, verse 2. So they said they call me Genesis man. Because it's so pregnant. But people of God, let's go to the King James, the King James version, so that we can be able to understand. Just want to share. Just, I'm not going to be long. Worship has been so deep. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Makes me understand daily that song that the songwriter wrote. I can only imagine. I don't know how to be like when we meet God. We can't see anything. You just be looking at him, be looking at you. Because <laughs> there are no words to describe it. Now, so in chapter number two, we see a situation where everything is contrary to how it's intended. And it's not so different to what we experience as, as people. Every day of our lives, there are things that come our way that are contrary to what we know should be. They are contrary. But the Bible says that and the Spirit of God was hovering. Then verse 2 says, God said. So there is the Spirit in verse 2 and in verse 3 there is the Word and Light. God said the word. God said God's word produced light. So how is light produced? Light is produced by a combination of the move of the spirit and the word that produces light. This is why for the past two weeks now, our devotion, we're praying only one prayer. Have you noticed that? We're praying only one prayer. We've been praying from Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17, 18, 19. Ephesians 3, verse 16, 17, 18, 19. Colossians 1, verse 9 to 11. I read a book by Kenneth Hagin, The Believer's Authority. He said he prayed that, that verse of scripture for, for over for 15 years of his life. That is how his understanding of God's word changed and his ministry changed. I remember some years ago, way back in 1993, Daddy gave me that scripture for my academics. So anytime I'm going to read my books, I will take that scripture and then read it and pray before I read my books. And things were sticking. But as I grew in the faith, I came to understand that Paul's prayer there for the saints was necessary because if you read verse 1 of Ephesians to verse number 14, you have to stop and pray that prayer. Masmoro said that if he was the one arranging the Bible, he will start the Ephesians chapter 1. Because he said Ephesians chapter 1 is Genesis 0 verse 0. Because in Ephesians chapter 1, that is where it talks about the things before anything became. It talks about the conversation within God. So before you were formed in mother's womb, he said that he had chosen you in the, in the beloved. Even before the beloved was revealed, he had chosen the beloved before he started. So when you read I mean, what does it mean? He has blessed us 
with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And most of the time we read that scripture, we think it's car and houses. The spiritual blessings are what follows after. Hello? Amen. They are the blessings that follow after. So when, when you read those things, that they are so deep. They are so deep. So Paul has to pause and pray for them. When he was done praying, he now went to chapter 2. Gave them profile of who they were before they got born again. He talked her. Uh, when he got to verse 30, he stopped and prayed again. So in chapter 3, he stopped. They now went to practicals. So chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3 were doctrine, which were too deep. So they had to put prayer points in between them. Before he now came to chapter 4. Because for you to leave chapter 4, chapter 5, chapter 6, you have to be able to understand chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3. What I'm saying, when you go, take time and read it. You see it. So deep. So loaded. So loaded. Hallelujah. So Paul prays that mysterious prayer there. Does not make sense. Is that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding become enlightened. Check out the amplified. Let's go there. Check out the amplified. Give us the amplified. Alright. Somebody comes to bless Epaphras with iPhone 13 Pro Max. <laughs> That's a machine. It's not for a machine. Hallelujah. I know something. Without a chip, that phone with all its potential is useless. Now it takes an internet connectivity to access all the potential in that phone. So you either have a Wi-Fi or you have the chip to help you make the calls and also have the internet there. As long as the internet is there, you can enjoy everything that is inside there. Are you with me? So the phone is there, but there must be a certain device that now opens you up. Ima, ima. The Lord is with you. Amen. <laughs> it must open you. Now without a device... You are holding a treasure, but the treasure has become just a toy in your hands. It can do nothing for you. There are many videographers who have used the iPhone 12 and iPhone 11. There's a movie, I've forgotten the name, but a very top movie that topped the chart in the US. There's part of the scenes of the movie, they use an iPhone 11 to shoot that whole place. And all that me and my sisters will do with that phone is selfie. But somebody makes billions of dollars from that phone. So then it, it, it suffices to say that why then buy a phone that has so much potential and you want to utilize it and yet you use your, your, your hard hand money to buy it. That doesn't make sense. I, I get the whole idea. Hallelujah. Now this is it. Paul is saying that this Christ mystery it's like an iPhone 13 Pro Max. There's so much. For in him are hid all the treasures of wisdom. There's so much in him. But you need a certain device. To see and enjoy. And I'm installing that device into you. That the God. The, who is the manufacturer of that device? And who installs? God. The father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The God of glory. May give to you. The spirit of wisdom. And revelation that's the device without a device you will you will be you will be in Christ and still not see anything he says for I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the father of glory that he may grant you a spirit of wisdom this is the reason the professors of theology are teaching theology they are quoting the scriptures but they are not walking in the light of the scriptures why there's a device needed and this is the device the spirit of wisdom and revelation 
of insight into mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. When you watch all these these adventures, these movies that are adventurous and maybe they have to they are seeking for a treasure. You see a treasure map. They will find a treasure map but you can't see anything on it. And they say, no, let's put it under light, candle. And then they will put it under, and they will now see the whole thing appear. Sometimes they have, to, they have to pour the wax on it and it becomes clear. That's what I'm trying to say. Without the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the spirit of wisdom and revelational knowledge, huh, you will pick the scripture like this and you see nothing. Hello. People of God. The spirit of God moved and God said in our season of light, in our season of encountering the light of God's word, we cannot do without the movings of the spirit of God. When I talk about the moving of the spirit of God, I'm talking about the active involvement of the spirit of God in your pursuit of light. So it is the spirit and the word of God. Now, the spirit, are you here with me? The spirit of God enables your spirit. He brings enablement. The word of God renews your mind to see. difference between a failing believer and an advancing believer is light. That's the truth. It's light. It's light. Why will someone have a dream and he's eating and he wakes up he drinks water go back to sleep. Another wakes up from such a dream and he starts binding all the witches in the world because they have tried to initiate him. Are you saying it? So you dream and you see yourself in a coffin. Your reaction after that dream is a pure revelation of your level of light. So if you sleep, and don't, don't do this because I'm saying it. Be sure that you've encountered light. What did I say? For Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. I don't know you. When you see a good car, a good car on the highway with good headlights and the speed, you don't follow with your tico. The reason is that the, the light of this car is seen way ahead of what you are seeing. So you can afford to go at a certain speed. You cannot go. Your speed at night because of the quality of your light. If your light is not of great quality, don't, you can't go fast. You go slow. So divine speed is a function of the density and quality of the light you carry. In fact, there are, even, there are even more advanced cars now, Mike. That if there's even there's even a there's even a, a video in the in the car, the camera that sees ahead for you. So it's not it's just this light. So you might see the person's light is dim, he's speeding. Don't follow. You don't know what <laughs> you don't know. You're not mates, you don't know. <laughs> there's something you see, you're not seeing. Don't don't learn. Don't do that. Just stay in your corner, be going slow till, till you advance and buy a better car. Hallelujah. So you see somebody will come and drop his khaki during worship time. Say me to drop my khaki. My brother, you will cry. No, you will cry. Because you don't know what you saw. Our, our responses are different because of what we see. 
So, in the early church, Brother Gabby, in the early church, you know, uh, we're told about Barnabas. The guy came to sow big, big seed. Mighty, mighty seed. Then Aeneas says, first, what are you talking about here? We too will do some. And some land that they have bought at East Legon. Red land. They sold it. Two million dollars. They packed it 500,000. They brought it. And as Ananias was coming, he told him, I said, wife, you stay. Let me go and drop this off first. And you come later. Ananias came, smiling like Barnabas, copying Barnabas. Don't copy when you don't have the spirit of what the person is carrying. As soon as they brought, Apostle Peter says, Boss, is this all you got from the sale of life? Ah, that's all God. Now these people, people, are, people are very stingy. We even give you the full amount. He said, why are you lying against the Holy Ghost? We need him. We cannot do without him. He's the one that wrote it. He's the one who can explain it. Only he can explain it. Hallelujah. Only he can explain it. The Holy Spirit. He will cause the word to come alive. He will cause the word to come alive. The same word you have heard over and over again. When he broods over that word, it comes alive. When it comes alive, you are empowered to walk in it. <laughs> Amen. Head of Archbishop, Ms. Dawuza. Went for a program. They picked him from the hotel. The guy was driving at 100, 100 kilometers per hour. He said, my friend, the covenant of protection I have works with speed. You understand that? Are you sure you understood it? So the covenant of divine protection I have, it works with speed. That means that the covenant starts working when you are speeding, not when you are slowing down. The guy pressed one thing. They said, my brother, do you hear what I said? 150. The driver was shaking. I was shaking. Epa, don't go and say something you don't have the revelation of it. There's a revelation the man has. He's speaking from that place. Don't you try to stone Goliath when you have not gone to the seashore for stones. You heard my roar. Be patient to go to the seashore. Get the stones. Get extra five. Or get four more. Make it five. Before you dare some things. That's what some time ago I was saying here when we are worshiping, Papa is sitting. Then you two want to follow him. Are you okay? Are you really okay? The man, when he's lying down in the spirit, he's skyrocketing. Do you get what I'm trying to say? You don't just copy like that. You don't do that. that, that your bishop is seated during worship. He's writing notes. So you two, during the worship time, your hands are by your side. You lift your hand. Okay. <laughs> Are you getting the whole idea? Don't copy things, please. The Holy Spirit and then the Word. Now, let me just do a little bit on the Word just for five minutes and I'm done. What is that scripture that says that so mightily grew the Word of God and the prevail? Acts chapter, Pastor, help me, 1920. Give it to us, 1920. Who was born that time? 1920. Acts 1920. Let's have it. David was born that time. Wow. So, Mam Robbers went to attack a great man of God, Dr. Edekbo. He, he was in the shower when he heard them hitting the gate. He came out with a towel on his, on his waist and screamed on them Get out! That gun fell down, ran away. I'm going to do something. So my, the God of my pastor is here. The God of my bishop is with me. <laughs> so the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed. So he said, the Spirit of God moved and God said, people of God, 
you must dwell on the said word let it increase let it increase your mind must be saturated by the word in the ambience of the holy spirit the light comes out the assignment bishop has given to us on the holy spirit please don't narrow that assignment to an assignment you realize that if you take the work serious by the time you are done writing all those scriptures and reading through the scriptures you are more conscious about the holy spirit than you started have you noticed that good that is the whole exercise so you want to encounter light in the area of your business you pick the word of god the written word locate every scripture that is on business prosperity write them down write them down then pick them one by one reading them reciting them reading them speaking in tongues so the speaking in tongues there is enabling you are you're you having the fellowship of the holy spirit brooding over the word okay so you are reading over that rabba you read it out out loud remember hagar hagar this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth but it shall meditate on day and night so you read it you read it in your mind you read it out you read it out you pray in tongues you read it and you're on it something that can be for weeks then you see that one day one of the scriptures will just as if you've never seen before you just ah, ah. and you realize there's this joy it's like somebody who has drank alcohol and to a point that he has been intoxicated Are you, are you there? So sometimes we are so quick to focus on the darkness. But it's important to realize that in the, let the darkness be there. Let the Holy Ghost move. Stay on the word. We are so quick to leave. But if we can sit down with the word of God. I like action movies. <laughs> I think it's League of Extraordinary Men or something. LXG. Um, this old seven old man. He used to have the 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 sniper, the gun or so. Now, when he wants to shoot somebody, he's not in the haste. The guy can be running, be running. He's taking taking his time to put his bullet in bit. Why? Because he has confidence in his skill. He knows the distance he can go. He knows his gun. The guy is one. There's a young guy by his side. He said, he's going. He said, relax. You don't. Just relax. <laughs> so the guy running, he knows that ah, this distance what we did. He's delivered. I'm sure at the time he was about to thank God. When you are confident in the efficacy of God's word and the fact that if I lay hold on lights, that will be the end of the darkness. You let darkness threaten you. The darkness can be around. Keep being around. You go ahead. When I'm, when I'm ready, you know. Because darkness won't answer to crying, to answer to light. So you you crying to light to darkness doesn't change anything. So in the midst of the darkness, the spirit is still moving. The darkness does not scare the spirit, and the darkness does not does not scare the word. Now, if these two divine elements are present, then my light can come quickly. I will just stay with them. Your husband is stubborn. Many of the pastors, if you can't search, come and see from the pastor. They will Google for you and find the scriptures for you. Type it. Print it. Take them one by one. When you are sick in your body and the doctor prescribes, you are so diligent about it. Why not diligent about the prescription from the pastors? When you are sick in your body, you are so, some of you are so, eh? some of you are so diligent in taking medicine, eh? Like you are so, just say, oh my, you are amazing. You know that it's 6 a.m. for the first dosage. You ensure that your cocoa dear empower home. Your cocoa has been taken already. And then you time yourself. It takes it so you say every say three times a day. So that means that the next one will be a, a yeah. Then the timer is there. If some of you don't even use timer, you know, you just know your your body knows that it is time for the next dosage. 
then you get some fufu, eat it, then take the next dosage. You are so diligent. Then you come and meet a pastor. You don't understand the fact that pastors are the doctors of the kingdom. And every doctor will diagnose. But in our case, we will not send you to the lab. There's one who does diagnosis. There's one who does the screening. He's the Holy Ghost. So he's going to say, uh, this guy, he's suffering from spiritual malaria. He will need Isaiah 3 verse 6, John 1 verse 5, this, give it to him. It should take you for one week. You are angry. You, you, what you wanted is that you came and the man of God looked at you and said, Madosh, Tava, Shele, Then you fall and anointed. You wake up and say, ah, it is gone. You see, God's purpose is not to solve the problem, but to make you a solver of that problem for others. So God's idea is not just, to, no, God, God doesn't just heal you. No, 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 no. No. He wants you to be in health. And then you heal others. That's how God works. I always say that he doesn't want to free you. He wants to give you freedom. So I, 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 I talk about freedom as free plus dominion. So he sets you free and then puts you in charge. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know what darkness is around. Remember the Holy Ghost is around. He's moving. And God has said something about it. Locate it. When you combine these two forces, it's not Captain Planet but you combine these two forces, the light of God will shine. And when the light, you see this will happen, when the, the light will first shine in your heart, then you can't keep quiet so you will talk. But when you say it, eh, it will be like what God did. Give us a message. You get it? So the light will come into you. Then you just say, light! You will not say, light, get out, light! And the way you say it is not too many times. It's like those of you that message Jesus Christ when he leads that force. It's too much. If there's light, one Jesus is enough. Rise to your feet. <laughs> one Jesus is enough. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. I'm sure we'll be, we'll be gathering here and we'll be praying for the church who will pick the scriptures. What has God said about our church? Are, are you there? What has God said about our church? We line them up. Uh-huh. Then we are praying it. We are talking it. We are praying it. We are talking. Where do you go to church? I said, I go to Dominion Chapel International. The word is alive there. God is there. He said, you are bragging. Say, I'm a prophet. I speak what I see. Glory to God. Glory to God. This was why in Wednesday, when you ask them, somebody is sick, you say, are you sick? It is well. It is well. It's become a language for many years. One of my dear friends said that, you everything behind it is well. I said, what else will I say? It is well. And what happened? You know the beautiful thing? No matter how distressed I am, when I just say, it is well. It is well. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. So the economy is not working well. It is well. Hallelujah. In fact, you can add my royalty in the expression. <laughs> Praise God. I carry a mark. Praise the name of Jesus. Mm. Can we just love Jesus? And the Holy Spirit is here. Just wave your hands to the Holy Spirit and just worship him. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Why do I say you shall live and not die before your time? Because his word said with long life he will satisfy you. <laughs> with long life he will satisfy you. Oh Yes, we don't know tomorrow, but we are confident about tomorrow. Why? Because he said he has gone ahead of us. He will make the crooked path straight. He said he will raise the valleys. He will level the mountains. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. 
Why are we not joining men to shout that everything is not working well? Because he has said in his word that though there's a cast, I would say there's a lifting up. There's a lifting up. There's a lifting up. Why don't we talk impossibilities? It's simply because we are born of the God of all possibilities. Is there anything too hard for him to do? No, 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 no. He has said that we may boldly say, glory to God. We are saturated by the life of his word. In the ambience of the operations of the Holy Spirit. We know who we are. We know who we are. We know who we are. Leva, leva, noshtaba. Rather, just pray a little bit. Just pray a little bit. As we are about as we are as we are about to be done. Come on, saint of God. Come on, saint of God. Come on, saint of God. Come on. is giving us the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Come on, just pray. Pray in the spirit. Tell the Holy Ghost from today, me and you, ah, we shall disperse darkness. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on, pray. Ah, keep praying. That's what the bishop told us that we shall be anxious for nothing. Anxiety will not make us sit down with the word in the midst of the darkness. <laughs> and no more, no more, no more, no more. Yeah, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I see us accessing lights, lights, lights in every area of our lives. Lights. 
lights lights in the name of Jesus darkness will not have a place in our lives darkness will not have a place in our lives darkness will not have a place in our lives Thank you, Lord Jesus, Maharaj Tonya. Before tomorrow, we're going to thank the Lord for what.